you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Tom Pellicero and Ian Rappaport here in the NFL Network newsroom with some breaking news, Ian. A little over 24 hours before the NFL's trade deadline and one of the biggest names on the trading block now has a new home. We'll take it from here, Rap Sheet. Nice try. Around the NFL has got this one covered. Dan Hans <laughs> is here with Greg Rosenthal and Mark Sessler. Yes, Roquan Smith, no longer a member of the Chicago Bears. Uh, sent to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this is a rap sheet report in exchange, in exchange for a 2023 second and fifth round picks and linebacker A.J. Klein, uh, per a source, informed of the deal. And uh, yes, this is a Around the NFL special trade deadline mini pod here just to break down what just went down. And I'll start with you, Greggy. Uh, Roquan Smith, Big time player, a big difference maker, and the Ravens are a team that sees a window here that's open and they get aggressive. Yeah, the the first thing I thought is, okay, the Ravens want to win the Super Bowl this year. And it's interesting how they value linebacker, maybe more than most teams that that the history that they've had there and they thought Patrick Queen was going to be the next guy to fulfill that legacy that Ray Lewis uh, started really and it just hasn't worked out that way he's been up and down and I was curious he, he they kind of go how his Patrick Queen goes and I was curious because I, I don't really it's hard to evaluate off-ball linebackers so I was like I wonder how he graded in that last Bucks game because he had a couple great games seemed like he was making a lot of big plays and I went and looked and he b- got a big fat F in that game so it sort of made sense that they made this trade to me but I immediately wondered and I don't know what you think Mark like is this a long-term move? You give up a second and a fifth-round pick. That's eight years of two young players in a second-round pick's pretty high. Uh, or is it just something where they're trying to get better this year at a position where they feel like they're thin? I think it'd be a little bit of both because the Ravens have always been um, aggressive in these trade deadline situations. But there's no way that I think a team of today... Now, I mean, another team that loves linebackers is the, are the Bears. Dick Butkus, uh, Wilbur Marshall, Brian Urlacher. Not this staff. They didn't want to pay Roquan Smith. They didn't, but I would just say historically as as, as an organization. But I I, I don't imagine any team today could say, if we go get a star linebacker, that's the thing that lifts us above the rest of the AFC. So I'd have to view it as both a, it's this year, it's a team that could win the Super Bowl, could go to the Super Bowl, but also they have to view him as someone that's part of their long-term plans at a position they value where you've got Patrick Queen, uh, you've got Josh Bynes, but you could certainly insert Roquan Smith and make it a absolutely centerpiece of your defense. And the background with Roquan Smith, a former first-round pick uh, in 2018, uh, all the next-gen stats, uh on our end of things with the NFL, he jumps out, including 330 defensive stops, which is first in the NFL, a 6.4% sack rate. That's first in the NFL, minimum 200 pass rushes, 5.9 yards per target. That's fourth uh, in the NFL, minimum 200 
uh, targets. So he's obviously a big time player. He was unhappy in Chicago. Uh, if you listen to the show in the summer, you're aware that he had requested a trade in August. He held in during training camp. He was frustrated at the lack of an acceptable long term contract offer from the Bears. And, you know, a trade in the offseason seems very possible, but trading him in season, especially if you're happy with the assets that the other team is giving up in a second round pick. And we know second round picks are extremely valuable uh, in the NFL because of not just the quality of the player you can get, but uh, team control and the cost effectiveness compared to a first round pick. So this year he stayed healthy through eight games. He's 25. He leads the NFL uh, with 83 tackles. So he's a he's a big time addition. Um, for Baltimore on the Chicago side of thing, you're right, Greg. Like if if this management, if the front office of the Bears saw him as a true building block, he's exactly somebody that you would keep around. I feel like that's what they said back in the summer when they were turning down uh, the trade request, saying, no, he's a building block. Apparently not. Um, but I'm bummed if I'm a Bears fan because in a week you go from beating Belichick in New England in a romp to trading your two best defensive players and Robert Quinn and Rokon Smith. But this is also very much a team in transition, starting from the ground up and starting to feel good about their young quarterback in Justin Fields, but also being aware they need to reboot the whole machine. Right. It's like it's a tough position to put your head coach, Matt Eberflus, in. I'm, I'm sure he is on board with this move by, by Ryan Poles, but it really shows that Poles is trying to rebuild as much as any team in the NFL. You mentioned, I mean, that I, Quinn wasn't playing as well this year, and you know, he's 34. Like, that, that totally made sense. Roquan Smith is a young player that you would normally build around, is maybe your best player. He was a second team all pro in each of the last two years. And you're right, like some people believe he's one of the best in the league, and the Ravens really do. He's a guy that like PFF grades never liked. And I and I always feel like it's hard to evaluate these off-ball linebackers and what they do in coverage because you don't know the responsibilities. But the Ravens, who are as, an, as analytically minded as anyone, give up this many assets. I tend to think that they will want to re-sign him. And I w- think this trade was a little closer to old uh, Mark's friend Sashi's trade of Brock Osweiler uh, back in the day than we realized because the Bears basically bought a draft pick. They decided in both this case and Robert Quinn's, and we didn't learn this till after the fact, to pay much of his salary uh, before sending him, like accelerate the money, and that they basically are kind of paying that money because the, the Ravens don't have a lot of cap space, and the Ravens are sending him these picks, and they're kind of paying for draft picks. And so they now have a first, two seconds, a third, two fourths, and two fifths, uh, and they have $85 million in dead money. That's the other benefit of doing that is like you put all the money on this year. I mean, that's practically an, half of an entire team's salary, $85 million in dead money this year. And then you clear it up uh, for next year. And uh, I, I guess that's a smart thing to do. It just sucks when you have like nine games left and you're trying to go out and win. But it, it is what Ryan Poles talked about the Bears doing all along. So he's sticking to what the current philosophy is. And I, I agree you don't. The problem is like you have to go find the next Roquan Smith. And you already had him. So you, you're moving him. And that's the thing I think that a lot of these rebuilding teams say they're going to do and then it never happens. But you mentioned all the draft picks. They have effectively $120 million in cap space next season, which is almost twice as much as the next team, the Falcons. So it's hmm. like this is a team that when they talk about rebuilding, you've got the assets and the money to do it. The question is, can you do it? Because you're giving away good players. Now you got to go find them. We've seen this on our podcast 15 times. It's worked probably three times. <laughs> and the Ravens 
uh, are a team that we talked about it on the flagship show on Sunday. Uh, we're looking for great teams, and they're coming off a nice win. And now you add Roquan Smith. They're going for it. I think it's pretty clear to me and probably pretty much everybody else that uh, it's the Bills at the top of this conference and then uh, the Chiefs. Uh, but, you know, Baltimore, I think if they could put some things together here and get, build up some momentum, I think they're right there. So I, I love the move for the Ravens. I like anytime uh, a front office is aggressive when they feel like they have it. Again, Lamar Jackson, I know he's not going anywhere most more than likely, but this is a finite window. You have this core in place and a young quarterback in Lamar that could take you to the promised land, build around him as much as you can and see if the dice fall your way come January and February. So I love that trade. And, and, and on the Bears side, one last point as great as Roquan Smith is and we just said that he leads the NFL in tackles Chicago still has the second worst uh, run defense in the league and it's just kind of a reminder of how much work they have to do so if if, if Ryan Poles is a guy that you believe in uh, trust the process uh, like a Jets fan trusting Joe Douglas to build up a roster which he has maybe they could do the same thing in Chicago uh, trades that make sense I like them I, I do too and I I find it fascinating when like a, a smart team like this, like the Ravens, does something unorthodox. And then because I tend to think you're not going to give up those picks unless you are ready to sign him long term, or that that's a a good chance. Kind of like when the Rams traded for Von Miller. I think they expected to sign Von Miller. They tried to sign Von Miller. They offered him twenty plus million dollars a year. I think they see Roquan Smith as a, a fixture in their future. And I looked, and they actually have forty eight million dollars in cap space. And they're like fifth or sixth in cap space next year. So they can take a look at him in their system for seven or eight games. If it works out, he gets that money, I believe, from then. I I don't think it stops them from signing uh, Lamar Jackson. And if for some reason it doesn't work out, they're like the compensatory pick ninjas. They always lead the NFL in compensatory picks. And they'll probably figure out a way to not sign too many guys so that they get a third or fourth back for them. So they're trying to have their cake and they'll eat it too. But I, I tend to think they want Roquan Smith to be the next Ray Lewis and be one of those guys that they pick up mid-career. Like Jason Peters. Remember he used to be... I mean, uh, it, Jason Peters is the wrong example. The Eagles did that. But they've picked up a couple guys in the middle of their career that end up sticking there for a long time. Yeah, and uh, that's now, and let me know if I missed one, but three po Pro Bowl players that have been moved now in the past uh, week and a half, Christian McCaffrey uh, from the Panthers to the Niners, and you saw what he has already done with San Francisco. Robert Quinn was moved to the Eagles, turning from the Bears, turning that strength into an even greater strength in Philadelphia, and now Roquan Smith to the Ravens. So the contenders are, are, are loading up. Uh, and who's the next to go? Mark, let me know who it is. Who's the next player to go before the Tuesday, November 1st deadline? I think uh, Zach Wilson will be traded to oh. the Texans. No. no, I don't know. I mean, like that. I don't like a no, bizarre open <laughs> He's question starting like the that. rest of the year. <laughs> we'll, hit, we'll hit that on. I wonder uh, they, if the Ravens will add a receiver, too. I mean, I think maybe they could. Uh, I think it's possible. So I'm well, not going to rule that out. We learned today that Rashad Bateman is out weeks. With yeah, his I would say this. Injury. I'd say Brandon Cooks. I would, if I really had, to, if I had to gamble, I'd say Brandon Cooks would be on the move. You're not allowed to gamble. That's no. that's part of the drill. Verbally, you gamble. Did your, verbally, verbally. I had on set Monday. you up, and, and then you you got to hit it in on uh, poor Zach Wilson, who's struggling right now. Well, you, I, you know, I, I had to get the Jets. I had to, we had to have two Jets mentions in this podcast, in this 12-minute podcast, if we could. So, well, Wait, there's a done, cat. There's a cat on Mark. Yeah. Are you turning into like the a cat 
like a, there's cat ladies. Are you gonna? Are you turning into like a cat man? No, is that watching, how this is I'm gonna just end? Like a, a, watching someone's cat for three days. So. Is this how the story ends? Mark yes. in a house <laughs> with cats. No, you know, it is not you gotta stop. Cats need better PR. Cats are amazing. Cats, um, cats, cats are better a lot of outside fun. of a home and in, in, the, and out. in the shadows, if possible. Out in the wild versus inside <laughs> yeah, a home. They're, they're not they a trustworthy uh, animal. Like a I mean, my cat. cats were, were, were let out throughout my childhood, but they would come back with like dead mice and leave them at the door as a, as a little present for us. No, as a warning to you that they'll come <laughs> get you if they get the chance. Get a dog. We had both. It's uh, team both. Team both. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> team both. All right. Well said. Uh, that is it for uh, an emergency uh, edition of the Around the NFL podcast. If another trade goes down, it will be Mark Sessler handling it solo um, <laughs> from his cat domicile. Uh, so we appreciate that in advance, Mark. And uh, thank you to everybody for listening. We have more content coming tonight, the Monday Night Football Recap with Greg Rosenthal and very special guest. Did we announce the special guest? I don't want to. I didn't to announce really... it, but you can if they made Nick it. If Wessling. They, if they... There you go. Cincinnati's shining sun on the west side. Um, so make sure you tune in for that. And then we'll be all back together again tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, on the Around the NFL podcast. And I think, actually, if another trade goes down between now and then, we'll probably wait until Tuesday. Yes. Unless Zach Wilson is traded to the Houston Texans. Okay. In that case, we would have to come on the air. But that's it. Rude. Rude, Mark. It's a man struggling. Apologies. Dan Hans is signing off for Quiet Storm, the old boss, and the gravedigger somewhere in cyberspace. See you tomorrow. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.